Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey queens, what's good, what's poppin'? My name is Camo and you're listening to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. (sighs) Girls, I'm sick again. (laughs) Love that. I used to love this time of year, but mm, we just don't get along anymore post bone marrow transplant. Um, if you're not really familiar with a bone marrow transplant and that process, essentially the chemo and radiation and everything they do to me, your immune system completely starts over. So according to science, I'm literally seven years old and, you know, children get sick all the time. So that's basically just what be happening to me these these days. So I got to build my immune system back up to be a big, strong woman. You know? Yeah. So um, just not loving this. My nose is stopped up. I sound horrific. And today's Thanksgiving. So that's so precious to me. So cute and gorgeous. I am not doing a visual on YouTube because frankly, I look and sound like shit. So what's even the point? You feel me? To paint you a picture though, I am in a new juicy track suit that I got at TJ Maxx. It's sleepwear, but it's still juicy, baby. And I'm feeling very juicy in it. I also don't live, laugh, love this time of year just because of the weight gain that we all go through. I have just been eating everything 
I would not be surprised if I've gained back 10 to 15 pounds in the past few weeks because I've literally only went to the gym twice in the past two weeks, which I was going fucking every single day. But it is what it is. A lot has been going on and I keep getting sick and I've been moving and adjusting. So we'll get back into it, you know. But um, yeah, today's Thanksgiving. I hate that this holiday has such a horrific origin. It, it almost feels shameful to celebrate. But I do love the gathering of folks to stuff their face. You know, that that is gorgeous to me. I love just gathering and grazing with my girls, with my fam, eating it up like a hungry, hungry hippo. <sighs> but um, let's see, life updates. The past week has been just so fun in my opinion not very productive but just i wake up every day and i immediately start cleaning i literally can clean my kitchen naked i'm in my housewife era if you will and i'm loving it i'm loving it you can't tell me nothing i stay home a hell of a lot more opposed to you know, where I was living before, I would wake up and immediately leave, immediately leave. Now I chill, I relax, I clean up, I make my coffee, I chill. I just live in my solitude. And it's so refreshing, really, like all funny business aside, I feel like a brand new bitch, really. I feel like I'm finally a, an actual adult. You know, I'm I'm tw- I'm turning 28 in a week. So this was by far the best birthday present to myself possible because I was about to be 30, potentially living with my grandmother. <laughs> Which by the way, if you're listening Mimi, hey, she be getting her feelings hurt thinking that like my whole um I didn't ever want to be at the house was because of her. It wasn't because of her. It was just the 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 the, the trauma and the depression den that was that living space. Like I think I moved into that house the week that my mother was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. So like the first six months of living there, I, I was literally coming home at like two or three in the morning, driving all the way to Athens to Norcross, Norcross to Athens. And it just brings back a lot of bad memories. Honestly, the second I opened the door and then we both are fucking were depressed ass bitches. So, you know, how depression tends to be getting out there in these streets. It just it was suffocating. It was suffocating coming home. I was confined to one bedroom, all of my worldly possessions, and was cluttered. And now that it's evenly dispersed, 
amongst a two-bedroom house, I can breathe. I have so much more room for activities. I can do things. And I'm just loving it. I feel on top of the world. I did host a Friendsgiving the other day. My apologies, y'all. I know I sound horrific. And I'm trying my hardest not to fucking snort and hack. (laughs) Because that is just not cute. It's not. But I'm struggling. I'm literally struggling right now to breathe. Um, but anyways, I did host a Friendsgiving for the first time. My first hosting of an event, period. And it went it went beautifully, all things considered. I mean, I still don't have a couch or a kitchen table. And the fact that we all still had such a good time was just great. It was it was beautiful, it was very peaceful, it was fun, the energy was so light, and everyone was just having a a great time and it was it was such a rewarding moment to invite people over to my place and give them tours and you know just like everybody's telling me they're proud of me and like I don't know it was just there it was it was different than anything I've ever experienced because like I've always been uncomfortable in my living spaces because I live by the beat of my own drum I don't have to have a problem with like like living with my mother we had a lot of a lot of fun and whatnot but like I like to be in control I like to I like to decorate I like to put my own spin and taste out there and so living with other people makes that hard to do and so now it's like this is all me you know so um yeah, I did find this fucking old ass foldable table. Ugh, it was it's so ugly. But you know what? She got the job done. She was she, she sufficed for my guests to have a place to sit while we ate. But what's crazy is so I've been looking for a fire pit for my back porch and I was gonna settle for some cheapy cheap little $200 two or $300 one from like Best Buy but while shopping around at the thrift store that I found the folding table at what do you know a brand new fucking fire pit a brand new fire pit literally everything was still wrapped in my opinion this is an example of manifestation You know, I have been talking myself out of buying other ones because I'm like, you're going to find a better deal, maybe on Facebook Marketplace. And then to find one, the best possible one I could have found, which was gorgeous and functional, whereas the ones I was looking for were just kind of functional. They weren't really cute. Like this literally looks like a piece of pottery in my backyard with these gorgeous lava rocks. Like this was the best possible one I could have found and I paid literally what I would have paid for some just little functional one that you use on like a camping trip but like I put that energy out there I'm like yeah I'm gonna find a better one I'm gonna I'm not even gonna stress it I'm, I'm gonna have one in time for my Friendsgiving and what do you know two hours before my Friendsgiving I find this fucking fire pit are you kidding me? I've literally never seen a fire pit at a thrift store. Ever. Ever. Never. 
It was an $1,100 fire pit and they had two fifty dollars on it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, there's got to be a catch. So I go to the register and I'm like, hey, can you ask the manager if they would take $200? They're like, yeah, sure. They went to the back. The manager said, sure. And then the girl at the register still happened to know me and they like had like um, a little discount on furniture. But that shit wasn't furniture. But she said, you know what? For you, it's furniture. It's furniture. So I'm going to give you a 15% discount. So I left paying $180 with tax for this $1,100 brand new, never before used fire pit. And I was a little nervous that it wasn't going to work or that something was missing. But no, I brought that bitch in. And luckily, I had some big, strong men at my house to help set it up because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and the shit was heavy as fuck so I couldn't lift it to find the damn propane hose but um yeah they helped me thank you so much and uh we got that shit going and the fire was beautiful I can like adjust how high or how strong I want the fire and it works so beautifully and it's like it's huge and it, it it's the perfect color too because like the flooring and um kind of like the theme of everything in my house is like blue like a, a like a blue and a gray mix with black um and like my back porch the fence is like a blue gray tone and this fire pit is a beautiful gray so everything just complements it each other so well and I had like found this nice little patio set at a thrift store this past week um I love a bargain. I love a fucking bargain. I'm a whore for Facebook Marketplace. I've been buying things off that bitch for my house. I also um, got a 75-inch TV, Black Friday deals, a little pre-Black Friday deal, if you will. I'm very excited to get that bitch mounted up in my living room. I'm supposed to get my couch tomorrow. I found a beautiful fucking black leather couch and love seat that's like the perfect size to fit so snugly in my living room. Um, she had it on there for like 300. I offered her 230. She said, deal, deal. I love a bargain. I love a bargain. No rips, no tears, no cracks. It's perfect. It's genuine leather. That bitch had to be at least two grand. At least two grand. 200 bucks. 230. Period. Uh, I'm going to go on a break, girls. So um, stay tuned for whatever's to come. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project 
in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, girls, I'm back. Did you miss me? Mm, so sweet. If you're listening to this episode on your commute to your feast, I hope you've got your stretchy pants on. Mm-hmm. You're going to need them. Mm. I've got mine on. <laughs> I am so excited, y'all. So um, in like a week or two, my good sister, Miss Tolly, y'all remember her from my abandoned house adventures. She is coming to stay with me. Uh, for about two weeks, she will be rooming here with her sister. So be keeping your little eyes peeled for all the content and shenanigans, sister shenanigans, if you will, approaching. Yeah. Um, which on that note, I'm going to go into a little Q&A going to answer some of you girls' questions and I'll little cop out because I don't know what else to talk about today. So I'm just going to answer your questions. Okay. Thank you. I'm also going to keep this episode short, sweet, and simple because it is a holiday. So like I need to be getting ready. That's what I need to be doing. So yeah. <sighs> this question was sent in by Miss Jordana Alana. Would you ever do ghost hunting? And what are some paranormal things you've experienced? I would love to have like a segment or or, or a bit, maybe like a show or, um, you know, some self-produced something, whatever, but a high quality version of me going and exploring abandoned places with um, maybe my sister, if, you know, if she wants to join on that endeavor, it would be just so cute. I personally have always loved paranormal and um, ghostly things. Like my family, we always go to St. Augustine for a vacation. It's in Florida. It's like one of the most haunted cities in the world, allegedly. But um, we always go on ghost tours when we're out there. And I eat that shit the fuck up. I do. I've just always loved the adrenaline you get from being in such an unsure area. You know, like, I don't know. It, it just keeps me on edge. And it's it's such a thrill. So I would love to, you know, just have my silly ass commentary. Because, like, I, I do 
get scared. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm not like completely fearless. Like, I go in to these places and like the 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 fear and the scare of it all is part of the the thrill. So I just think it would be so funny, like, if I had like a a ghost adventures esque type of show, but it was just sillier because like some of these shows like they're just so serious and like I would just be cutting up like talking to the ghosts and shit like hey girl I mean no harm please don't haunt me I just want to know something about you you know and yeah so to answer your question yes some paranormal experiences I've had um I've experienced a lot of weird things but um this past week actually I uh, so I have cameras pretty much in every room of my house now. And uh, maybe overkill, sure, but a lot of good deals going on right now. So the more the merrier, they say. But um, I have one in my kitchen. And my cats at night, it's like they go downstairs one at a time, taking shifts, patrolling the kitchen area, and all they do is scream and cry. They didn't do that at my last address. So I'm like, is there a presence with you? And anyways, the other night, I got a notification that something was spotted on my kitchen camera. I open it. It's my cat. And my cat's like looking intensely out the window, like jumped on the countertop, pulled the blinds back was like standing on his tippy toes to look out the window at something and then it like got frightened and jumped off the countertop and in that moment I you you see like a little orb just float just float and see like some people may say oh it's just dust um I don't think so because of the the movement like dust I feel like we're just kind of like floated away but just like the movement of this orb it was just giving very much orb you know like ghostly orb so I think there's a presence potentially here I mean, I mean my um townhouse I think it was built in like the 60s or the 70s so lots of potential for things to go on in here before I was you know here so <sighs> Yeah. Miss Hannah Banana JK. Wait, so you're not a banana bitch? <sighs> How tall are you? Well, damn, bitch. I'm a stallion, okay? I'm 5'11. Yeah, 5'11. I hate it. I too. I wish I was shorter. But nothing I can do, so I'm just going to own it. I do wish I was shorter, though. But, you know, nothing I can do about that, bitch. <sighs> Consistently, you bitch. Would you ever do an episode with Mimi? Absolutely. But I don't know how that would go. Also, they asked, what is your favorite word? I'm going to say Bitch. Mm -hmm. It's just so universal because I can use it in an endearing way. Like, yes, bitch, slay. Or, bitch, do you see what so-and-so posted? Or, you're a fucking bitch. You know, like, it's just so universal. 
And it's in pretty much every fucking other sentence I use. So, bitch, that would that would have to be my favorite word. Miss mm-hmm. B.L. Frank asks, what's your vision for your home decor aesthetic? By the way, I love you so much and I listen every week. Well, thank you. I love you too. I appreciate all, my, all of my regular girlies for tuning in, which... If you're tuning in, why don't y'all leave a little review, you know? Also, let me know in in the reviews or, you know, in my DMs or whatever, some shows that y'all are loving, some movies potentially, because I have so much more time on my hands and I have been really into watching things now, which is just so new to me. I have not been into watching things since I was like a kid teenager so like you know yeah but anyways to answer your question miss bl frank the color palette that i have going on so far is like this pale pink with this gray blue and gray as well um black and white so very cute and gorgeous all of my furniture is black And all of my decor is like white and black, gray with this dusty pink, dusty pale pink and this gray blue. So, yeah, that's kind of the theme I'm going for, which I'm loving. So let's see. Manava.s. What is your biggest ick in someone? Hmm. In general, I don't like feeling like I'm just a stress reliever for people. I have had to accept the fact that there have been people that I liked more than they liked me, but they kept me around because I always offer the best advice and I always know what to say. I always know how to articulate, you know, a point when someone is in need or so I've been told, you know. And so there have been several friendships and relationships in general where it comes to a point where I can tell that the person doesn't necessarily live, laugh, love me anymore, but they still come around because they value my opinion. And so I end up just being like an emotional support dog or some shit. And that's like the only time they utilize me is when they're going through something tragic or just need someone to rely on. And lo and behold, there I am. And I'm like, bitch, you don't even like me. You just need somebody to listen and nobody else does. So maybe that's a toxic trait of mine is being overly available and listening to people. I just got to stop listening. Your problems are your problems. You know what? So maybe I'm going to start icking people. I don't know. <laughs> I guess that would be. That's one of my icks. Um, a lot of people are asking about. Mimi, if she still lives with me. No, no, I moved out on my own. Nobody lives in my house but me. 
but I do have a second bedroom. So my sister is here with me currently. She's been staying the past two or three days, which I love that I have the space to host somebody. You know, if a friend comes over and gets too drunk, I got a bed. I got a spare room. You'll be safe. <laughs> um, Lexi OK asked, what is your favorite thing slash room in your new place? Um, hmm. Favorite. I'm going to say my bedroom. It's just. It's my bedroom, you know. I love it. It's it's just very minimal. The whole house now that everything is like spread out is just very minimal. Like it's not cluttered. I'm sure over the next 15 months that I have here, there will be a lot more stuff to fill these spaces. But I do want to kind of keep it to a, a, a minimum. I don't want everything to look so claustrophobic like it once did. But I love my back patio. It's got a privacy fence around it. I've got my fire pit out there. And it's just the perfect place to smoke with my girlies. So I would say probably my my porch or my bedroom. But I don't know. My kitchen is so pussy. Other than the fact that my oven exploded the other day. Literally, expl- well, I'm being dramatic. But it blew. It did. Um, I turned it on for the first time to preheat it so I could make food for my friends giving. And what do you know? There was like this big blast of light and I heard a pop noise and that bitch never preheated. So I had to completely change my cooking method. The stovetop still worked, thank God, which I'm a little upset that these people have not came and fixed it. I, I get today is Thanksgiving, so obviously not. But like I hit y'all up two days ago. Know, like it is Thanksgiving, I do need my oven. You know, it would be so nice to cook a little turkey gobble gobble. <sighs> but I can't. Which, by the way, if anyone is wondering what I made for the Friendsgiving, I made a recipe that I made up myself. Um, everyone loved it. I think I've talked about it before, but it was this. I am very much somebody who just throws shit together and if it works it works if it doesn't I never make it again but I just be throwing ingredients together that complement each other and this has been a hit several of my friends have asked me to make it for them um (laughs) my sister-in-law was when she found out that I made it she was like oh my god I'm so happy you made this. I've been thinking about it ever since the trip we took last year. I made it for everybody. They all loved it. So that made me feel really good. Thank you. Thank you, Emily. Thank you so much. Um, But yeah, it's like an Alfredo rice. I make the Alfredo sauce myself. I don't be buying no jar shit. I make my own Alfredo sauce. Really, it's just heavy whipping cream, some spices, and um, some Parmesan cheese. Very easy. Very easy to make Alfredo sauce, girls. Um, But I make brown rice i make chicken i chop it up into little pieces or shrimp one of the two and i put hella seasonings and spices in it make it very spicy mushrooms tomatoes spinach and i think that's it yeah i think some beans would be good as fuck in that honestly like some um hmm i don't know maybe some like butter beans oof that would be so good. I'm going to try that next time. 
I'm gonna add them bitches in there and see if we can, you know, just make it a little better. It's already great, but we can always make something better. All right, this is a juicy one. Miss Virginia Grace Livingston. How did you cope with being isolated while sick in the hospital when you were younger? So for those of you who don't know, brief rundown, I had a one in a million blood disease, paroxysmal nocturnal hemoglobinuria, and um, I fought it for three and a half years, getting an infusion weekly that just eventually stopped working. And ultimately, I was pretty much on my deathbed if I didn't go through with a bone marrow transplant. So I went to North Carolina Duke Hospital and I got a bone marrow transplant. I was isolated for a long period of time. When you get a bone marrow transplant, you have no immune system. So even a common cold would have taken me out. So I literally didn't ever see anybody except my nurses, the doctors, and um, my stepmom was there with me the whole time. My dad was going back and forth from Georgia working and whatnot. And I occasionally had like family would come visit, but when they would visit, like they had to wear masks and gloves and booties over their shoes. They couldn't even have a sniffle. Like, so I didn't really get much interaction, but, um, in that time I just tried to think like, okay, this process is going to take up to a year, a year and a half. And, it's going to suck. Sure. Whatever. I'm going to be by myself, but I'm going to learn so much about myself in this solitude. I'm going to come out on the other side, a much better, wiser, stronger individual. And that's exactly what I did. I did not let my circumstance dictate my headspace or my mentalities. Like I didn't allow the shitty situation control me and keep me down because your mindset is so powerful and a lot of it controls how we heal and how we function, I would say. Um, going back to manifestation, when I was out there, you know, true story, true fucking story, y'all. These were some of the first instances where I was like, wow, manifestation is real. It's a real thing. And you really can speak something into existence. You can really, you really have the more power than you give yourself credit for. But um, I was in the hospital. I was in a very crucial state where like, right after I got the chemo and the radiation and these other drugs that they put in me and whatnot, they put the new cells in me and there was like a, a graft period where all of this growth and all these numbers had to be a certain way and this had to happen, that had to happen, whatever. So I one night prayed and I was like, God, let me wake up with all of my numbers up. Right. So um, the next morning, the nurse came in there with the doctor and they were a little concerned. They were like, all of your numbers are 
uh, elevated, which is great in some instances, like, wow, this is really working in, in this way, but like, this is not supposed to be this high. This is really bad. And conveniently that same day, my stepmother's pastor came from Georgia and came to visit me. I'm by no means a religious person. I do believe in God, um, but God does not have a shape or a face for me. So anyways, but still I'll listen to anybody's practices and, you know, there's still, you know, you can still learn something or take something from it regardless of what your practice or beliefs are. But anyways, he was telling me you have to be so specific with your prayers, which is the same thing in manifestation. Like you have to be so specific. Like you can't just say, I want a new car because bitch, you might get a new car, but it might be a fucking 1982 Osmobile new to you, but it wasn't the car of your dreams. So anyways, I listened to everything he was telling me. And that night I prayed that whatever numbers at the time, I couldn't really tell you. I don't really remember. Um, but whatever those numbers that needed to go down, I was like, this number, this, 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 go down. This continued to go up. This happened. Beep, beep, bop, bop, boop, boop, boop. The next day, them bitches came in there. What is going on? We have never seen anything like this. Your numbers are perfect. Perfect. So crazy. It was like night and day, the difference from yesterday to today. We've never seen this. I also was, you know, I, I got chemo and radiation, so I expected my hair to fall out. But I told myself, my eyebrows are not coming out. And guess what? Every hair on my body, gone. I was a naked mole rat. But my eyebrows were very much eyebrows. Very much And also, what else was it? I had told them that I was going to be the fastest patient in and out of the hospital. And for my age group, I was. I was. I literally was. I had the fastest um, success rate. So to answer your question, how do you stay positive? You really have no other choice because your mindset is so detrimental to your healing your growth and development. So set yourself up for success. Tell yourself, regardless of these circumstances, this is temporary. This is not forever. I knew that either one of two realities was in store for me. Either I was going to peacefully pass and meet my maker and be out of all this chaos and this horrific fucking world we live in. Or I was going to be a success story and I was going to be the greatest, the goat, if you will. Now, I'm still working on that, but I was a, I was a success and everything happened in my favor. I was also told that I was going to get all these sores in my throat from all the things they were doing, that there was going to be these sores that just opened up. I said, no, ma'am, I rebuke. I didn't get one single fucking sore. They were blown the fuck away. Everything I was saying was coming to be. It, it really was. It. it... <sighs> so yeah, I was just very grateful to be alive. Nonetheless, I had all my limbs. I could breathe. And um, that's how I kept my head in the game. Let's see. I'm going to answer one or two more. 
Jaden Larsh04 asked, who is your dream guest for the podcast? I would say my sister, Tali, because we just have such a unique way of communicating. Like, we just understand each other wholeheartedly in a way that nobody else has ever understood us. And we just have that connection. And that's why with all the fucking ups and downs we've had throughout our friendship, we both have always known at the end of the day, we are soul sisters. There will, there will, no matter what tension or what situation has arose, the distance, the time we spent away from each other, we knew deep down we would always be sisters, you know? And every time we came back together, we emphasized that we are sisters, okay? And I just love how easy it is for us to just bullshit. <laughs> oh, okay. Brittany 77, is this your first time living completely alone? It is. Yes, ma'am. Um, okay. Anonymous, please. Okay, they didn't want to be disclosed. Would you ever consider starting an OF? Hmm. You know, I'm not completely opposed because I'm comfortable with my body now. And um, these bitches are making a bag. But then I think about my career and my and my future. And I'm just like, you know what? I'd rather keep those intimate moments to myself because people will use this shit against me for the rest of my life, potentially. Um, let's see. Why does everyone still seem to think me and Tasia have problems, beefs? We don't. We talk every day. I'm tired of addressing that. <sighs> we've been friends longer than we've ever recorded videos together. So, you know, people don't have to post videos together to be friends. Hmm. A lot of these are about Mimi, Tasia. Miss Lentarella, what is it like to be a real? You know, it's very real. You know? You know, you know what I mean, bitch. Very real. It's just so real. Realistic and real. On that note, <laughs> I'm going to call it a day. I'm going to go get ready. Stay safe out there. Happy holidays. Safe travels. And don't forget your stretchy pants. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that. 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.